Small businesses are at the heart of the U.S. economy. Here at Nurture Small Business Podcast, we're dedicated to seeing our small business owners succeed. I am your host, Denise Kagan, president of DCA Virtual Business Support. If you like what you hear on today's podcast, please share it. You have my gratitude for doing so. Hello, welcome to today's show, which is a little different. It is just me talking to you. So let me give you the disclaimer up front. This is Denise's Opinions. That means it is not legal advice, HR advice, or anything else relating to compliance regulation or laws. With that said, let's get started. Today's conversation is about artificial intelligence. So AI, what is AI? Basically, AI has been around for a really long time, longer than you might think. It is any type of computer or computer type component, technology type component that is built to emulate how a person may think. Okay. So it's built to think like we think. Some of the first types of AI that you uh, may recall are computers to play chess games. Okay. So computers to play chess games and then AI vacuum cleaners. Um, You've got voice recognition, which those have been on the market for quite some time where it's like, hey, Alexa, and Alexa does certain things for you. Okay. So that's also AI. Now, AI can also be used for things like proctoring exams and in education. So proctoring exams, basically they're looking for a set of actions or inputs that elicit a, you know, determination on the other end, just like a human would be doing. So with all that said, it makes sense to correlate the fact that employers are using AI to replace some of the butts in seats, okay? The human factor. And in some cases, again, my opinions, I think that makes perfect sense. It allows you to streamline the business. It allows you to have cost savings. But in some places, you 100% do need the human factor, okay? Now, in March's chat GPT, and I'm going to read you something from their website because the basis of the information that I found there, what is chat GPT? Introducing chat GPT, we've trained a model called chat GPT, which interacts in a conversational way. The dialogue format makes it possible for chat GPT to answer follow-up questions, admit its mistakes, challenge incorrect premises, and reject inappropriate. So this is what's called largely sentient AI, where they can sense human emotions and logical responses. I, I'll be honest with you, this is the most information that I found on the chat GPT website. To find more information and how it was practically applied, you had to go to its white papers, which is fine. But in talking about it, I really wanted a more simplified explanation. And so I started doing my research. And what I found really was better article on Resume Builder. And what they did was they surveyed a thousand employers and asked, what is chat GPT? How do you use it? And what are your thoughts on it in relation to the hiring process? So first of all, nine out of 10 employers, 90% felt that it was beneficial for a candidate to have chat GPT experience on their resume. Nine in 10, 90%. That's huge. Uh, Second, employers have admitted to the fact that they're using chat GPT to replace employees' positions. This is largely happening happening in call centers, customer service. But the survey went on a little bit further to ask, where are you utilizing this? Interesting. The highest response was writing code, which is very, very technical. 
There's customer service and troubleshooting. There's also copywriting for marketing, creating content, and then also in hiring. Now, again, as I said at the beginning, I am not a a legal or HR professional. So this is just my opinion. If you're going to use it in your hiring practice, you need to ensure that it is compliant with whatever your laws are in your state. But there were some things that they could practically use it, you know, in the hiring process. So for instance, they were using it to write job descriptions. They were also using it to write interview questions. And I think that's phenomenal. That's a great way to streamline things. It's also being used in notes. So I use an AI called Fireflies AI that actually does take notes. They come into my meetings, they take notes. I think it's a great tool because I can go back and I can search a meeting based on keywords like, hey, I know we talked about a report, but I don't remember when they said it was coming out. So I can literally put in the term report and it'll pull up all the places in the conversation where we we talked about a report and I can go back and listen to them. So it's extraordinarily helpful. I will say some of my team members are not super comfortable having a device that an app that records the conversation in there, despite the fact that it w- it'll take notes. And I type pretty fast, so taping, taking notes without it is not usually a problem, but it does help me recall things when I know it was discussed, but I don't remember the exact specifics. So my question to you out there is, are you using any type of AI in your business? Where do you use it? And identify the size of your business. Send me an email if you would, because I'm going to do some follow-up conversations. I want to hear from our business owners out there. You can send me an email at pr at dcavirtual.com. That's just pr at dcavirtual.com. And let me know how you are using any type of AI in your process. I honestly, I can see it being very valuable in like, pre-hire selection. You know, you have a certain set of questions. As a matter of fact, I believe Indeed actually uses it that way where they will ask questions and record them. It's not quite AI. It's more of just a recording device where somebody asks an interview question and the person responds. But I can see it being used in, you know, selection of candidates from that perspective, if it's legal in your states, of course. Um, I can see it being useful there. I can see it being useful definitely in creating job descriptions and in some of the ways that, that I've mentioned. But I'd love to hear the things that I have not thought of, have not researched, and how people are actually using this. So my final thought on this is chat GPT replacing positions always has made me feel, you know, computers and technology replacing positions. It's a, it's a split feeling. Okay. I think technology is phenomenal and applied appropriately is, is great. I'm always concerned when the human factor is being erased and pulled out. Okay. So with that said though, we have just gone through the pandemic. We have had three years of relative chaos from an employer perspective. And in groups where I get to hear other employers speak, hiring is a challenge right now. The talent pool has shrunk because people are looking for a lot of remote opportunities, first of all. Secondly, you know, they're not willing to come in in factories that work at the rates that they used to. So the talent pool, and, and for part of the pandemic, there was also a constraint, for instance, with, you know, labor shortages because we didn't have people from outside the U.S. coming in as well. Some of those are things like, uh, I know I saw an article on, I think it was either King's Dominion or Carowinds, where they, you know, quoted like a high percent, like 70% were usually international exchange students. And when the pandemic first started, all those international programs went away. Okay. 
so some of it is probably precipitated and snowballed from that. And, you know, you can recognize that we've had challenges since the pandemic. It totally changed the landscape. You know, technology zoomed further ahead than it ever has. It, the impetus was there to create newer, better ways because the workforce no longer could be on site because of restrictions and shutdowns. Um, and then people's way, the workforce, the laborers thought, started thinking differently about their jobs and what they wanted in their jobs. Okay. Now in March's chat GPT that says, hey, I can replace 90% of your customer service or your call center based on just this. And then you need your 10% to monitor what we do and implement, you know, our software. So curious to hear what you think about this. Is ChatGPT or other AI a place where you can implement, even if you haven't, because before I asked, you know, if you are using it, but do you feel like this is something that you could utilize in your business and potentially realize some cost savings, maybe cut a position, which I know also is not ideal, but the reality is that would potentially create cost savings. It might also loosen up the burden of the hiring challenges that we as employers are feeling these days. So again, reach out to me. Tell me what topics you want to hear my opinions on. Let's further this conversation on AI and chat GPT in the workplace, as well as the challenges that you are actually facing as an employer with the workforce challenges. Again, this is Denise Kagan. Reach out to me, PR at dcavirtual.com. Thank you for joining me for today's Nurture Small Business podcast, where the focus is on business growth through technology, leadership, and people strategies. Do you have an idea for a podcast or feedback you'd like to share with me? Send me a note through my website at dcavirtual.com slash contact.